Are you over 40 and sometimes feel that your best life is behind you? Well, I can't wait for you to join our podcast, Beautifully Seasoned. Get ready to hear inspiring messages about women like you. Go deeper into your faith and embrace ways to a healthier, happier you. Girl, your best days are in front of you. You are moving upward and onward in your life with that wisdom and spiritual guidance that only we seasoned women know about. Get ready to add spice to your life. Go get that glass of wine or sweet tea. Sit back and get ready to be transformed. And now, presenting your host, she's an author, educator, and lives her life like it's golden, Katrina Garrett. Welcome back. Welcome back to Beautifully Seasoned Ladies. I'm glad that you decide to join me today. I have something to share with you today, and that is a journal entry that I wrote about, I'll say about two years ago. And as I was going through my journals and I went back and I reflected on this journal entry, I just really, God just led me to say, share this with your listeners. Um, And it's basically about my journey, but it's also showing me how much I have grown since I've went through this uh, this situation. Uh, so yeah, this is my journal entry. And before I start, I want to first tell you what I'm drinking. And I am, you know what? I had to go with the Stella Rose mango flavor um, as I was going through this journal. And it was just really bringing back memories of where I was mentally, you know, where my spirit was at the time. And so I do have Stella Rose Mango, and that is in my beautiful champagne glass that was given to me as a gift. It's so beautiful. And I have that sitting next to me. Uh, But I also want to add to your spiritual garden. And I am going to go with Psalms chapter 34, verse 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. And as you can see from that from that verse that I am talking about the time that I was going through that very broken, hard, dark place when my husband walked out on me and when he left our marriage. And uh, as I was going through my journals and I and I saw this entry and it just it was just it, it was really I guess I can't really explain how I felt just reading those words that I once wrote in a place that I was at at the time. But I did feel just really, I felt victorious because I knew that I, I made it through. I made it through with God's help. I made it through. So I just want you to listen to this journal entry. Actually, it's two of them uh, that I've had. And it was uh, about two years ago. Um, I wondered what that deacon was thinking when I slobbered all over his hands, reaching him. He had a direct route to God, I believe. And I needed God. I needed God to bring my husband back. And the deacon's face was so sympathetic. And when he prayed, I purred sorrow even more, allowing the snot from my nose to drip. I wouldn't dare wipe my nose by letting loose of his hands, so I just let the snot drip and drip. 
I must say that I did feel better after his fervent prayer. I believed. I, I really believed. I believed that hid through his prayer that God was going to send my husband back home to me. So now I'm back home, sitting in my cold home, in my cold bed, waiting for the space heater to heat up. My husband gone, no contact. I felt like an empty potato chip bag left and abandoned, left in the cold alone. I know I've cried a river by now. When will it stop? The boiler is not working. Why am I still here? Why am I still waiting for him to come home? I heard that pain cultivates devotion. Well, I got some nerve to seek God. Now, why I'm hurt. I can't continue to do this. Damn, it's cold. That damn guy told me the boiler will be fixed. $500. Now his ass is out of town. Why am I still here? Why am I still here waiting for him? I'm pitiful. I'm weak. God, please give me clarity of what to do. Give me strength to make a decision. But in your time, he's gone. She held that dog biscuit up and lured him away. Over 15 years of marriage were but a mist, a quick breeze, a casual hello. I know what my problem is. I'm in denial. I'm still in shock. That's it. What other reason will I still be hoping for him to choose me and sit in this old, damn, cold, empty-ass home, surviving frostbite by depending on a shoebox-sized heater, hurt and cold? God, give me clarity. Give me courage. Hear me tonight, Lord. Thank you for that deacon tonight. I thank you. I am emotionally exhausted. I have to get ready for work tomorrow. Now, shortly after that, it was a matter of maybe about a week or so. This is another entry that I've had, and it says, The answer, clarity. I'm tired of this brokenness. I'm tired of this cold house. Thank you, God, for answers. You heard my plea. You felt my heart. The letter that came in the mail was sent just for me. God, I know it was a sign from you. I know he had someone else. No other mail for him came to the house. So how did this one slip by? My God, my God, I wasn't going to open it until I realized that it was handwritten. What's wrong with me? Love is one thing, but common sense was another. I wasn't prepared for this, God, but I asked you for clarity and you sent it to me in my face. You put it in my face. He left his insurance card and a vacation receipt in a rental car. And a man sent it back to him, to this address. The man's letter was nice, and he probably felt good by doing this good deed. What he didn't know was that he sent me a blessing, a reality check, an open door to my husband's infidelity in my face, in my hands. My heart couldn't take it. I, I, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. Reservations to a villa. It had dates and the payments were posted. The villa was reserved for two and it was beyond beautiful. My rage is buried in my hurt. I just couldn't yell. I'm paralyzed. 
The 16-wheeler just hit me, but I didn't die. I didn't die. I saw it. I understand now. Let him go. Let him go. He doesn't want you. He has moved on. I found courage. I'm moving out of this cold-ass house, and I'm going to see myself through the eyes of God. I'm beautiful, creative, caring, intelligent, soft, and will rise up from this shit. I'm worth more than this. Thank you, God, for answers. And I declare I will move on with my life. I will rise above this low self-esteem and see myself as who I really am, wonderfully made. I'm going to get through this. I will be okay. No, I will be better. Starting over now, I am courageous and I will no longer wait. I'm moving out as soon as I can. So that is both of my journal entries. And it was just a, a reminder. It's, it's almost like you're reliving the past. And that was not my intention to relive the past, but just to see how I've grown since the time that that happened and even how I felt during that time. But I must say that God has a plan. And even through all of that, I have been blessed and God has shown and shined his favor on my life. I didn't get the closure that I wanted. I never got the discussion either. It was just like just someone walking away. And, and I used to say that it was like you discarding a potato chip bag. And you know, after you get eat your chips and you throw that bag away, you forget about it. It's no longer useful for you. And I used to describe myself like that, but no longer. I know I'm not. I know I'm just so much more. And God has just blessed me to realize that and definitely not look at myself through the eyes of anyone else. So I just want to bring that to you today. Journaling is, it can be very therapeutic. It could be a way to, for you to monitor and for you to uh, keep track of your thoughts and your feelings. And then also just like me, when you look back and you read some of your journal entries and you really to start to think, look how far I've come. Look how much I've grown since then. And, and this is how I felt during this time. And, and I think it really does do something to your soul. I believe that it does something to your faith too. It strengthens your faith. And so I believe that it did that for me. And just to think about being in that cold house and, and just not, um, not knowing what to do and, and just not having, I, I just, I needed clarity. And, and I just didn't know what to do. I And I felt weak. And I kind of felt embarrassed and ashamed because for me, I thought that other women would know exactly what to do. They would just say, well, you know what? That's okay. Forget you then. <laughs> you know, they would say that and just go on with their life like right away. But in my case, I wasn't like that. I stayed in a cold house. I waited for him. I prayed that he would come. The deacons were praying for me. I stayed in church. I needed clarity. I wanted understanding that was happening. I, I needed that and I tried to hold on. But I believe that God really, he just set the, he set the pace for it. And I want to add this too. And I, I'm sure this was in one of my other entries is that 
the boiler wasn't working. Um, and of course, I had in my journal entry about the man who came out, charged $500. He said that it will be fixed by the time that I got home from work. And so when I came home, it was not fixed. And when I reached out to him, he said that he was out of town and that he probably wouldn't be able to see me for a few weeks. And so I was distraught. I didn't know what to do. I had already paid him the money. I had already... Um, uh, basically just thought everything was going to be okay. I had planned to stay in the house, but since it was just so cold, I, you know, I, I had to do something. And then also, I just want to just give you this, this um, idea where my mind was at the time. I had plenty of places to go to, family to go to that were open, open arms. Come on over here. Give me, come on over here, baby. We got you but I wanted to stay there. I stayed there. I wanted to wait for my husband to come home. And so that was what I was convicted about. And I was determined to do that. But when I got the letter and the letter showed the Airbnb, the villa, the beautiful villa, it showed how he was making payments on a vacation. And it showed all of that. I believe that that was a call. That was God telling me, this is the situation. This is the reality of it. And this is now, you have your clarity. You have it. I put it in your hands. You wasn't getting any mail there. He had changed his address. You wouldn't get any mail, but how did that mail slip through, through the mail? That was just, to me, God, it was God. It was God. I, I, I'm convinced. And then not only that, listen to this as I'm still praying. Okay. I've gotten this information. Okay. Katrina, get yourself together. You got to build yourself up from this. You're going to be okay. I, I did find another place. I was moving out and a day before the movers were coming to move me out and move my things out. And I only took my things. I didn't destroy any of his things. As soon as that happened, all of a sudden, and, and you know what? As we were packing, some friends were packing with me. We had gloves on. We had our hat on. We had our coats on in the house now, scarves around our neck. I had hot chocolate and coffee, and we had sandwiches. It was freezing cold, and they were helping me pack, helping me get some things together. The day before the movers, listen to this now. The day before the movers came, I smelled heat. And the and the boiler must have just kicked on. I don't know. I had already had my new place. I'd have already made arrangements, got every the things that need to be switched over, switched over, had everything that I needed packed away and the heat came on. And so for me, that was just God telling me that it was time to go. And when that heat was on, I had already made those arrangements to leave and, and to, to just to move on um, because of the, the cold house. But I believe that was God telling me, go ahead and go. He is not no longer in your life. He does not value you. Trust me, and then I will help you trust me. Stop putting your trust in him. Stop believing in him and believe in me. And so I had to go through that, that reality check. I had to change my mindset to do totally depend on God and listen to his direction. 
Because I, I mean, when that heat went on, I'm like, wait a minute, how's this going to come on now? And I had someone come out there to look at it. As a matter of fact, I had more than uh, another one. A friend of ours came over and he walked in. And this is from another man's point of view. He shook his head and he said, you shouldn't be living like this. And I said, well, you know, I'm trying to get the, I have a space heater in my, in my bedroom. And, you know, basically I was in denial and I was still waiting for my husband to come home. And he just looked at me and he had this look like a man would look. This is a man who would never allow his wife to be in a cold house. And believe me, my ex-husband knew I was in a cold house. He knew this. So this man is looking at me, a real man, and he is looking at me like, you should not be living like this. You should not be in this house like this. And I'm going to go down there and I'm going to see what I can do. He said he couldn't do it. And he lived quite a far. He lived far. And him and his wife came and he and he said, oh, I, I don't know. He said, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know what to do with this. Then the next day she called and said he wants to come over again and check it out. He think he, he wants to look at it again. He came over a second time. And I'm telling you, they live really far. And he came over to look at it again because of way I was in that cold house and he saw how cold it was. And so I'm just saying all this to say, if you are experiencing anything, well, however, you might not be off the chart like I was. And I was in denial, but I was trusting God and I wanted it so bad. And I was holding on so tight. I was holding on, but in the same time, I was praying as well. Um, but and it just took time for me. It just took time to, to get myself together, to get my grounding. I was going to work every day. You know, I wore the mask. You know, I was hurting inside. I was losing a lot of weight. So people was like, oh, you look great. But I'm like, no, it's not like that. But thank you. But it's not like that. It's because I, I can't eat. I can't eat or anything like that. So I, you know, I just, I will come home and I will go straight up in that room. And I'll turn on that, that heater the size of a shoebox and it'll point towards my bed. And that's where I will stay for the rest of the night. And then in the morning, go and it's so cold, try to take a shower. It was just horrible. It was horrible. But it was the letter that just gave me that reality check that I asked for clarity for God to tell me that he's not coming. He doesn't care about you. He's on, he's moved on to someone else. And so you have to let go and you have to trust God. And so the whole theme around this, this episode of Beautifully Season is that trust God, trust God in whatever is going on in your life. Ask him, ask him, and you should be able to get relevations on what you should do. But sometimes you have to move on courage. You have to move on courage and you have to accept things the way they are. We can control people. People want to do what they want to do and they feel like they're going to do what's best for them. So you have to do what's best for you and you have to move on with your life and you will be fine. You would be just fine. Thank you for joining me for Beautifully Season today. Yeah, I had to have my Stella Rose mango. I had to today after looking at that journal entry. And I just wanted to share that with you in hopes that it will encourage you 
and, and just, you know, make you feel better if you're going through a similar experience as I did. And I must say, God has just helped me along the way and I am doing fantastic. So thank you for joining me today. And I'm just going to ask you to go to my website. It's www.beautifullyseasonedyou.com. I have many articles on there. Um, and I'm sure you're going to find value in those. And then also you could buy my book, It's Standing Inside Myself, A Journey of Self-Love, Wisdom, Power, and Purpose, while I was going through this, this whole, this life-changing, uh, uh, transformative experience, which it was. I was actually writing my book too. I was just writing in a journal and that's how it started. Just like what I was reading to you. I was writing in a journal. I had to get it out of me. So I was praying and writing, praying and writing. And so, yeah, that's where that book came from. You can get it on Amazon. Okay. And then also I do have a girl's app and it's called Mind Charms. If you know a young sister who just could get some affirmations, could teach them how to just uh, say things to themselves to just help them through the day. Um, and we know we have scripture, but just to say, I am enough. I am great. I will make it through. I am more than enough. Uh, those are affirmations on there. There's videos on that app as well. And you could get that from the Google store. So thank you. Thank you for uh, joining me today. And like I always do, I want to say a prayer to you. You are blessed, prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, talented, motivated, valuable, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed, accepted and approved. You're not average and you're not mediocre. You are a child of the most high God and you will become all you were created to be in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Look, God's got you. If you need me to help you in any way, if you're going through heartbreak, if you need a positive word, please send me an email and standing inside myself six. And that's the number six at gmail.com. I, I will help you through it. I am right now coming up with a program and a webinar, a webinar for women who are experiencing this because there are certain levels to it and there's certain degrees and we can't beat up ourselves if we stand in that one space for a little bit. Sometimes it has to soak in and sometimes we have to move on from that denial and, and it, it's different from everyone. But always know that God's got you and there's always tomorrow and there's always a beam of light in that darkness. And you know what? In that darkness, man, I'm telling you, there's some great things that comes out of that. And so be encouraged. I love you. And make sure you just rise above and always believe that with God, all things are possible. I will be talking to you next time. Take care. Goodbye.